Today's guest on the Big Wave Surfing podcast is Sergio Cosme, known to everyone as the guardian angel of Nazare. Not only is he the number one jet ski driver at Nazare, probably one of the top drivers, probably the top driver in the world, but unbeknown to many people, he is also uh, an accomplished big wave charger himself. In this, in this podcast, Sergio talks at depth about incidents that, has hap- that have happened um, throughout his career, about how he manages to control the fear in 50 to 80 foot waves, the day he nearly drowned and had to drive the jet ski underwater. He talks about the, the adrenaline and excitement of towing Rodrigo Kosha into the biggest wave ever ridden, Guinness Book of Records, 80 feet. And of course, the, the human drama story of rescuing his, his very good friend, Alex Portel, Portello, at the last um, Nazare tow event after a terrible incident. And that, uh, Sergio was the first one there, but how, how gut-wrenching it was to have to leave his friend in the water twice because he wasn't able to grab him and get him on the sled, escape the impact zone, come back and try and pick him up again and again. He goes into depth, it's emotional, and in this, in this interview, he talks about things that only Sergio could know. It's, it was a long interview, an hour and 40 minutes, so I split it into two parts, part one today, and I will release part two next week. So make sure you listen to both parts because it's breath-holding listening. Okay, let's get into it. Sergio Cosmet, welcome to the Big Wave Surfing Podcast. How are you in Portugal? Hi, Ian. Uh, I'm fine. Thanks for inviting me for this podcast. It's an honor to uh, be with you and talk with you. No, no, it's, it's, it's my honor. Thank you for giving us your time. Um, Thank you. So they, they call you the guardian angel of Nazareth. Where, where, who first called you that? Where did that name come from? <laughs> Uh, actually, the name came from a uh, documentary that uh, Red Bull uh, made with me about Nazare and, and, and about me, about the, the safety, the work I do in Nazare. And came from, from, from that video, I'm not sure who, who chose the name. Uh, at that time, it was Mikey Corker, the, the, the responsible of, of the project. So I'm not sure if he gave the name, but I was really honored and, and really happy when I saw the first time and actually uh, the story of the Guardian Angel comes with a nice story, beautiful story, Pasina Surf. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Can you tell us that story? Uh, yes, uh, nothing special, but it, 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 uh, if you like energies, if you understand energies, it, it, it's nice. It's a, a, a nice story. Uh, it was... Um, some months before, uh, actually, I think it, uh, I was telling you actually the, the, as a story behind the Angel Guardian of Nazareth. Uh, I was in, in Azores, Azores, the island, uh, Azores, beautiful, uh, beautiful island and, and with a, a nice, really nice place. 
And we were there, we, all the big wave surfers, Rodrigo uh, Kosha, um, with Brian Carolina, Patrick Chong team, and, uh, and uh, all the big chargers. And uh, it was amazing because the day we arrived, we, I, was, I was doing some shots from, from the view, from the sunset and from the clouds around. And suddenly I saw um, a cloud coming in my direction and, and um, the sun, it was behind me and it made a, a, a round rainbow. And I was uh, wondering, oh, well, it's possible, a small, uh, not a, a worldwide rainbow. It was a small one at that specific point. And I was, hey, it's really nice. Let me shoot this. And at that time, when I started to record, and, and I, I started to record, and I, I realized that it was something inside the, the the round rainbow and after see the the, the 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 movie I understood that it was my shadow the sun it was behind me and my shadow it was really in the in the middle in the center of the, the round rainbow and it was amazing because I started to show hey to the people who was with me hey look at this shot man it's amazing beautiful and people was wondering, I said, it, it looked like an angel coming to you. It looked like God coming to, to you. And uh, we were wondering and was amazed with, with, with the shot. And it was really, really fun. Uh, funny. In, in, the, in the next morning, I woke up. I was with the, the other charger, um, Lorenzo Kazenstein. And he was with me in the same room. And I checked my Instagram, I saw like 100 new followers. And I asked him, eh, there's any virus, any virus to Instagram? Because I have a bunch of followers, it's not normal, 100. And ah, probably it's a virus, something like that. And I realized that it was a, a, the movie of, uh, of Red Bull. They launched the movie in that morning. And they called the movie The Angel Guardian of Nazareth. And it was really funny to 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 make that movie the day before, and and it it was it it looked like it looked like a, an angel coming in my direction, and this thing comes from nothing, and in the, the day after they launched the the, the the Red Bull movie, the Red Bull documentary, and with with the name the Angel Guardian of Nazareth, and I was yeah I was yeah, yeah, that's uh, great great story. Like, and, and do you have that shot? You have that video? Do you? I have that video. I never use it because it, it's something so special and, and, and it comes with a beautiful story behind. So I want to keep safe. Someday I want to do probably Angel Guardia of Nazareth 2 yeah. <laughs> or yeah. some, 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 another movie about me, about my work. And, and I decide to don't post it and save for, for a special occasion later. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Keep it for the future. I mean, yeah, your work, your work is is so special because you are the guardian angel, and you're out there <laughs> up to eight eighty foot waves at Nazareth with no channel. I mean, I've got to ask a question: Why do you do it? Ah, it's a simple question. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. To be yeah. really honest, I, I I love what I do. I start to do it. Um, this came from a big background that, that I have. Um, I, I start to tell my friends since 2002, 2003, 2004. I don't remember so well. Actually, I have a ticket, a ticket from the police in 2004. 
that uh, I couldn't <laughs> tell a guy so so close for, from the beach. I was really close from from to catch the wedge, of course, and and uh, it, it it was funny that that time they they put me to tickets and and I was I was telling my friends in in the term of of let's go to the to, to the water catch some waves and sometimes do the, I live in Santa Cruz it's it's a, a little bit gnarly the waves here you don't have a channel so yeah some, sometimes you you. You need to improve, you know. Uh, yeah. at, at that time, I, I felt to when the waves were coming bigger and you want to go outside, uh, you can't uh, go out alone just paddling. And sometimes you, you, we start to use the jet ski. And I realized that that at certain point, um, I was doing a funny thing for us that suddenly can 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 turn in, in into a, a bad situation. It, uh, if I flip the jet ski, or or, or if uh, I, 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 for any reason I, I couldn't save the, the rescue the, the surfer, and he starts to be in a bad position or nearby the rocks or something, or without breathing or something uh, happen, and I realized that that it's a funny sport, it's a nice thing to do, but uh, I need to be professional in in this kind of sport uh, because. Just to kidding, I can kill someone just just to have some fun in the water. So I I, under, I understood that it was better to to professionalize uh, what I already knew uh, in, in practical uh, in, in in questions of driving, of course, and surfing because I, I was I start to drive uh, bikes with three years old and I right. start to surf with 13, 12, 13, 14 years old. So. I could read the waves, and I have a background of driving dirt bikes and jet skis, and so it it, it was combining two passions in the same world. For for, for me, it was a it was a dream come true. And 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 when you can do a thing that I, uh, you love, and you can transform your passion in your work, your job. Uh, you can wake up every morning at five o'clock in the morning that you don't go work, you go to something that you like, that you love. Yes. So it's yeah. easy. It's easy to go in a eighty foot wave. It's easy to go to the water, and and uh, that's a bunch of, of times that uh, I'm there just, just just to to do the support for my team, just to do the support for the others, uh, and a bunch of times I don't earn money, and 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 that. In that days, just 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 to go and to to train with the, with with the team. Yes. Well, actually, um, I was going to talk about that because everybody sees you driving the ski and rescuing the surfers. But what many many people don't realize is that you are also a hard charging big wave surfer yourself. Yeah. You <laughs> like to charge the big waves. Actually, yeah. I, I, them, I, yeah? <laughs> I love to surf. I, uh, it's hard for me to choose between surf and driving because it's two big passions. Um, but yeah, last 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 year I I start to surf a little bit more because there's a bunch of surfers in Nazaré and there's not so many uh, good drivers in Nazaré. And you to to do uh, a safety a safe session surf sessions. Of course, you, you need to have a good driver. Otherwise, he can put you on the wave and, and you stay by your own, you know. 
and that that's what we don't want there. We we want to put the surfer on the wave and then catch him. So if you don't trust in in your driver, it's hard to 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 you to push your limits. Of course, if you feel comfortable to surf, uh, you go. But but you need to feel comfortable to to and ready to to don't be rescued. So. Uh, you need to 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 achieve and and to find your your limit as a surfer, and then try try to surf. And and for me, I love to surf. I, I sometimes I don't I don't um, I don't have so many good drivers now. Nick Van Rook start to drive uh, last two two last years, and and he's he's getting amazing driver. And now I start to be uh, comfortable to to surf also. So yeah. uh, those last years. I start to go to Nazare, surfing and driving, surfing and driving, and suddenly I I, I found myself uh, just driving because um, people need you and and you don't want to leave the 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 peak without a, a good rescue uh, driver. So <laughs> yeah, because that's because you're the best, Sergio. I mean, I've spoken to a couple of the big wave guys, and they all they all say to me, "Hey, we don't mind wiping out when Sergio's there because we know." <laughs> He's gonna pick us up. <laughs> <laughs> At least I will try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So At what? Least actually, I will try to pick him up. Yeah. yeah. So you, I mean, you, you mentioned that you, you have a background in uh, motor racing and uh, bike racing. Um, tell us a little, a little bit about your history, history in in motorsport. Uh, here in in Santa Cruz, I live in. Uh, I have my my grandfather house here since I was born and I, I came to here since I was born and here it was a small na- neighborhood uh, just when way uh, when exit to the main road so it's really quiet and for us as a 40 30 years ago there was really less cars than 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 we have now so and less people and so less traffic uh, and so for me, it was easy to start to 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 grab a, a bike. My, my uncle always had some bikes, and uh, sometimes my uncle with my, my 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 cousin and me, he put us on the front because we were small guys, and he put us on the front, and he 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 starts to drive, and we continue to drive. We grab the steering, and we were so happy just to do this. And we three four years old, of course. You start to earn some some experience. You, you, anything that you do a bunch of hours, you start to be good uh, at that sport or at that certain certain thing. So, um, because I was living in a in a not living, but it was like my three months and weekends, three months on vacations and weekends. We we were coming here because at that time I was living in Lisbon, and it was really nice have a place that you can train and you can feel free to drive so i started to drive every time i could uh when i start to surf uh, as i told you like 12 13 14 years old i start to go to the water every time that i could and i start to to build my back without no of course but i start to build my background to the sport i do nowadays and the, the work i have nowadays so mm. for me well, that- in the bunch of situations in the bunch of situations, I feel a little bit more comfortable because I trained a lot and, and, and yes. because of my background. 
and the and the skills um, from motor racing and uh, bike racing include timing, speed, quick decision making. Those skills now, I, I'm guessing, they all cross over um, into your 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 skill set as a jet ski driver. Yeah. Yes, uh, of course. I say to everyone that wants to drive jet skis, I I, I tell this to everyone: just drive, drive something. Drive a dirt bike, drive a jet ski, drive a car, drive a jeep on the, the terrain. But when you drive, uh, of course, I, I advertise people to don't do this in, in, in the normal roads, of course, but try to, to, to achieve the limits of the car or of the bike or of, or of the jet ski. Try to achieve uh, your own limit and the limits of the machine. And when you combine... Those two things, if you know really good your limit, if, and if I know really good the limit of my jet ski, you are a really powerful machine of, in this case, in the, in, in the case we are talking about rescues, and you stay a better machine of rescue because uh, you, you know that at a certain point, that is the limit of the jet ski, and you, you can't go close to that limit. If you don't know the limit, uh, you have some uh, kind of afraid or... or, or or fear or something, and, and, and you start to break yourself. That sometimes that's in the thing that you know how to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, so thinking about, um, let's, let's play, uh, let's do a role play, yeah? Let's imagine, <laughs> talk to me about the protocol. You tow me into a 50-foot wave, right? And then I let go. I ride, I, I, I drop down the wave, you pull off the back of the wave, and then somebody says on the radio, man, Sergio, man down, man down. What, what, <laughs> do you, what do you do? Talk me through what's going through your mind when you know I've gone down. What do you do? Uh, at that, of course, I, I can't say to you that if, if nothing happens, if you don't go down, uh, I'm not paying attention. Of course, I can't say that but uh, actually uh, uh, when you hear in, in, in your radio the spotter saying to you man down man down of course you stay alert suddenly you stay alert because uh, a normal wave you went into the left you go to the shoulder in the shoulder of the wave until seeing him or her um, so and how, how long it, 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 how, so I'm sorry it, yeah. how, how long do you know all right. How long do you normally have to get in there, pick me up, and get me out before the next wave hits me? Depends. Uh, I can. I, you never have more than 15, 20 seconds. Never, never. So you need to work in that window of timing. Um, I, I can say to you, you have, for example, of course, for example, you have 20 seconds or 10 seconds or 15 seconds between each wave, but sometimes. Uh, 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 the wave pass already, and, and if you arrive to the guy, to, to the surfer, five seconds later, you, you don't have any more 15 seconds. At that time, you only have 10 seconds. You know, <laughs> yeah. understand what I mean? So, it depends on the situation. I had one situation with, with uh, Andrew Cotton, and that I saw him, nothing in the radio. Um, I was putting him on the left in between the first and the second peak and the waves were so huge, so huge that the first peak and the second peak, they break the waves. They right. broke both waves. And I was in the middle of the peaks putting 
putting him uh, on the left to go to the second pick. When I saw the second pick was breaking, I tell him, no, 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 let's let's kick off, let's kick off, because you, for almost for sure, he couldn't pass the, the, that section. And when when you pass to the the the, the the back of the wave when we kick out of the wave he left the rope uh, because sometimes the, the, the rope do suddenly you push suddenly yeah. and and he need to left the rope otherwise you can you can hurt yourself in your your hands and your legs uh, sorry in your arms uh, so he left the rope and and i felt the jet ski lose something was loose the jet ski because it was more free and i look at back it was ah it's him when I look at back, I look at the wave, I look at him, and I thought myself, I don't have time to go, but I need to go. I need to try at least. And and sometimes it's it's hard choices because if you have if you if you feel that you really don't have time to go, it's better don't go and go around. But if you have, for example, two jet skis, the second rescue, you can try to force the first time. Because you know that if you can't grab him, you have another jet ski on, on the way behind, on the same way, but behind. So um, at that point, I saw him, and I will not have, uh, I will not have time to grab him. I will try anyway, and I give, I give him the hand. I put him on the sled, and when I full throttle, actually, I, I didn't full throttle. Uh, it's a weird thing to do, but uh, uh, you, you need to have really cold blood to do this. It's a huge head behind you, and if you full throttle, the impellers start to so fast. It's it's the same thing of if you if you uh, uh, start to drive the car in, in in the ice. Oh, because of all the all the foam on the water, yeah. It's so the, the, the car don't 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 start to, to drive. There's no grip so for the propeller. This is the same thing. Yeah. Uh, the impellers start to cavitate, and if you give full throttle, you stay in the same place. So when you want to give full throttle to get out of that place, you can. And it was my choice. So I will not do that. I will I will do slowly and try to get it. Bring, bring the gas up slowly and then and, and then, and then to, to to the impeller fill up. To, to the, the, the impeller fill up all the tube of water yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you have propulsion. So right. uh, 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 I, I put him on a sled and the wave broke and hit me, me and him. To be honest, I, I, I felt the jet ski and you can ask to, to, because he told me the same, Andrew Cotton. Uh, we have inside the wave, we have the jet ski by side, parallel to the to the beach, right. and at that time he left the, the he he left the, the the sled he left the sled, and I couldn't I told him he was wondering how the wave hit me and I could get out from the wave he was wondering he was like Serge where are you, what are you doing here uh, how you grab the jet ski and I just told him at that certain point. If you feel that you still have the control of the jet ski, even if, because I was inside the wave, inside the white water, I was seeing nothing. I was. But you were hang, hanging on to the jet ski inside the wave. I was. I was grabbing the steering with my with my arms, with my legs on the jet ski. I was. <laughs> ah, I grabbed the jet ski 
and and feel the jet ski uh, uh, it was the first and the only the only uh, uh, time that i felt the jet ski like like uh, like a car like uh, uh, spinning like a car you no know, drifting like a car oh, drifting, you know, yeah. when, when yeah. you when you drift a car it was completely the same inside the web the jet ski was to the left and then to the right and then to the left again and i was thinking i have to have more or less the control of the jet ski i will not leave the jet ski and suddenly i see again lights you ah! i i hope and you're still there i look at me ah, ah, it's not there I, I i i come i come fast of course because at that point I, my, my thought it was on andrew cotton to rescue him i go around and when i came uh, to behind of the wave i saw nick van roop rescue andrew cotton and i say yeah good 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 cool and we go both out because i don't like to to talk in, in the danger zone i prefer to go out first and then celebrate and let do everything yeah. and i thought when we went when we go out uh, i saw andrew cotton's face it was like i i, I couldn't read his face I, i didn't know if he was mad with me if he was with an injury or if he almost drowned he was with an i couldn't read his face when i uh, arrived near by him i asked him hey hey, hey uh, are you okay what's up uh, what's up Cody? are you good tell you i'm okay how you get out from the wave <laughs> he was how you get out from the wave i was uh, i was here waiting i, I was here uh, sorry i was here waiting Uh, to to listen on the radio uh, hey, hey we have a jet ski on the rocks we have a, a flip jet ski uh, everyone goes to to rescue and suddenly they i saw you coming in my direction how you get and i told him hey uh, actually I, i i had lucky of course uh, uh, but in the end how uh, how i can leave the jet ski if i feel that i still have some control of the jet ski and yeah. i asked him why why you lost Why you lose the the, the sled? And he told me, Sergio, when I felt the jet ski parallel uh, to the beach, it was completely by side. I thought that we were start to flip, and I left the jet ski to don't roll with the jet ski, and uh, I couldn't do the same because, as I told you, if I if I feel that I I still have even a, a little bit of control, I will try to grab the jet ski and and, and pass to that situation. I think you, you, you're, you're, the, you're the only guy who can drive a jet ski underwater. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I was not the first guy in doing that 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 thing. But to, to be honest, I never saw anyone doing this. But with the uh, 15 uh, uh, white water, the wave probably it was like 15 meters, probably more. I don't know. It was really big. It was huge. Uh, and to you to have a, a, a white water with 10 meters or even eight or it's a it's a big question it's it's a big deal uh, something Absolutely, sometimes yeah. happens the same sometimes happens the same but more near to the to the to the shore break where where you can take more risk because you are more close to the shore break at that, that at that day something happened to me for sure but this is for sure My jet ski ended up in the in the in the rocks there for sure and and for me it was probably one of the most gnarliest uh, things but 
Thanks, God. All good in the end. So let, let, me yeah, ask, let me ask you a question. Probably you've been asked this question many times because it's a question everybody wants to know the answer to is when you, when you're, when you go out on days like that, you know, 50 foot, 80 foot waves, how do you control the fear factor? There must be a fear factor, yeah? You're not fearless. So how do you control it? Uh, uh, normally I say that, that uh, it's nice when, when you have some fear. Uh, because the, it, it, uh, a, a fear in a certain amount, not, not too much and not too less. Not too less, you stay uh, junk adrenaline, you, you don't care about anything. Uh, when, it's, when it's too much, probably the, the fear can break you uh, to do something that you are able to do. Of course, if you are near by your limits, of course, you have a fear. But sometimes, you are able to do that if you are close to your limit. So try. And, and if you have so many fear, uh, uh, it will break you. Uh, how, how, can, how, how you can, can um, work with the fear? Um, first time I went into Nazare, it was in a huge day. It was like, God, what I'm doing here? I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the cliff and watch from the cliff. Yeah. Crazy people, not for me. And and I felt that, that each time you go to the water, that fear stays a little bit less and a little, little bit less. And, and, and then you start to control some things that in the beginning you were not able or you were not prepared to control. Um, Normally, I say if you can if you can train one thing uh, um, that in the future uh, you will use in a bad situation, like if you are nearby the rocks or something like that. If you can train that uh, uh, with with safety, with the normal conditions, and 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 you still training when you need to have when you need to pass to that situation, but seriously, you are you are more able to 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 handle that uh, and your fear we will stay by your side not against you you know uh, you will stay more, more focused you stay more attention uh, just because you spend hours and hours doing the same thing um, people ask me uh, how you can how you can train for for big waves uh, of course we can train you can't train for big waves in big waves uh, you, you can't do that, so uh, you need to train for big waves, uh, in the small waves, in medium waves, train the rescues, train how to put on the wave, train one really important thing that people forget a lot, uh, uh, train how to be rescued. I say a bunch of times to my surfers, uh, hey guys, if you don't know how to be rescued, you can't stay there because of you, not because of me. I was there to grab you, and, and you take so long to grab the jet ski, to grab the sled, that I need to go away. And if you have the proper procedures, meanwhile you take 10 seconds to grab the jet, to grab the sled in the jet ski, probably will take three or four seconds. And, and there's a bunch of times that two, three seconds make the difference. There's a lot of times that you don't have three seconds. Yes. And, and that's in my, my, my point of view, I think it's the, the, the best uh, way to, to control your fear and, and to work with the fear. It's spend, spend hours doing, doing that. 
and actually in Nazare, um, first times I, I, I started to train with Gareth McNamara, he told me a bunch of times, ah, go between the rocks. First times I was not comfortable to do that. And the waves were small, were not breaking waves against, against the rocks. But I had some fear, that kind of fear that blocked me. And I, I didn't want to go and he starts to cream with me. Go, go, Sergio, go, go, between the rocks, go between the rocks. Go, okay, okay, I need to go. And first time I was afraid, second time I was more or less, third time, uh, nowadays I'm comfortable to pass through there. And even in the days that I thought that it was impossible to pass through there, in the huge days, nowadays I can pass there. What means, what this means, people say to me a bunch of times, Sergio, why you, why you take that risk? You don't need to pass through there in the huge day. And my answer is, hey, you say that because you never end up there. Right. I hope you never end up there. But in the day, you end up nearby the rocks. You, you will pray for me for, for all the hours I, I pass through here and all the times, you know, all the hours. I like to, to, in the huge day, I like to be in two meters from the rock. Yeah, so what you're saying is the first time, the first time you have to go and rescue somebody near the rocks, you don't want it to be your first time as a driver going there. As a driver, yeah, you want to have been there many, many times before, even if it's smaller, just so that you you have the experience of being there. You're used to it. Yeah. To get used to, and and this for me, it's the 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 main difference when you when you try and something. Hard, pass through when you when you can train that thing uh, with conditions, with safety conditions. Just train because someday probably uh, we'll need to pass through the same situation, but not in the not with the time you want, not uh, the, the timings. If, if it's, there's no waves, if there's no surfers, I have my timing. If it's huge and I have a surfer there to catch, I have a few time to go there. Yeah, a, a few times to, to just go a short slow. time to get in, short get in, time. get out. So, so you start to work better with timings. You start to work better with your fear. You start to work better uh, in 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 the place that you don't uh, where the place where you are not comfortable to to be. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You always talk about pushing yourself to the limit and pushing the machine to the limit. Um, so yeah. So what about this? Is the case. I was going to ask you about your uh, your your own training. I mean, to do what you do, do do you what is your training regime? Do you do you do physical training? Do you have a strict diet, breathing training, meditation? What what do you what do you focus <laughs> on? What do you do? Or dr- just drink beer? <laughs> <laughs> also, sometimes you need to. <laughs> uh, now, to be honest, each time less less uh, less beer less less alcohol, less, less things that uh, don't help you uh, to, to do the things you like properly. But also, uh, uh, I, I, have, I have the... Normally, I say that it's, it's not good for you, for your, even for your head, to stop to do... Uh, suddenly stop to do one thing that you like to do. Um, even if it's not so good for, for your health, for your sport, but at least if it's good for your mind, um, of course, in my opinion, you can continue to do it. Um, 
to answer more what you asked me, um, uh, my habits, uh, unfortunately, I'm not the guy that wake up every morning, go to the gym, and then uh, have the menu, the diet menu. I'm not that guy, uh, as I told you before. I'm right. this kind of guy. I have, I, I have diets. I, have, I, have, I eat well. But sometimes I want to eat uh, that cake full of sugar. I want to, to eat that pecan, you know, with, yeah. with French fries. So I think when, when you do everything and put in the balance and it's balanced, I think, I think that there's no, no, there's no problems to, to do some things that you like to do, even if it's not good. But of course, uh, I, I need to train apnea, for example. Uh, in this case, for example, in this case, uh, we don't have pools to train apnea now. Uh, apnea, yeah, in, in breath, hold, breath holding, yeah, apnea. Yeah, breath holding, apnea. Uh, if I don't have a pool in my home, uh, I don't have a pool around because they are closed in pandemic situation. Uh, and I train a lot of apnea in my home. I have uh, a personal number that uh, uh, mythical, my mythical number. And each time I see it, you can get uh, your own exercises. Uh, and one of the things that I start to do to train my apnea, my breath holding, it's, uh, of course, I don't take the limit because when you train something dangerous, don't push the limit. Just train the normal thing. Uh, if your limit is three minutes, don't do two minutes and half. Don't do two minutes, do one minute. One minute and half, just to maintain the train not to push your limits because when you are alone training something dangerous, you can stay there. Um, so uh, I get this train for me each time I see my number. I do, I do half, half a minute between half a minute or minute dry, uh, uh, apnea. But when I say this, doesn't mind if I'm running, if I'm driving, if I'm sitting on my sofa, doesn't matter. And this is my challenge in this uh, specific exercise. This is my, my challenge uh, to understand uh, uh, how, how you work, how your body works in, in the same thing, but in different situations. Because if I do apnea uh, in my sofa, it's completely different that, that I do apnea when I'm running. Yes. Mm. We don't have the same timing. So you, you need to train all the things. So um, in this case, also in pandemic situations, I think we need to, to create new habits, um, take our habits that, that we have normally. Uh, I'm not that kind of guy, as I told you before, to do that specific like a schedule to do, but I try to do everything that I need to train. Um, driving dirt bikes, I love driving dirt bikes. Sometimes just to go to check the waves. Meanwhile, I drive car, I go in the dirt bike to train a little bit, to warm up my arms and, you know. So there's a bunch of things that you can still doing, uh, even if you don't have, like, a schedule, uh, with your diet, your, your you know. Uh, I think it's very important to also to, to, to you take care of your body. As you told me, you like doing yoga. I, I, now it's amazing. All the things can transform. I, I, I've been followed um, by Physioclam, the guys who work in, in, in the body. And, and it's amazing. I, I was with an injury here. 
last, last week and the guy come to my home. So um, you, st you still can have your habits even in this pandemic situation. Uh, even if, like I told you, even if you don't have your, your schedule and do all the time at the same hour, yeah, I still can do everything everything even everything you need to well, I, I, yeah. I saw uh, I saw an Instagram photo of you uh, uh, on your feed recently um, sitting in uh, an ice lake in Finland or something yeah is that part <laughs> of is that part of cold water training or breathing training what was that all about uh, yes yes it was part of, of the, 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 the cold water um, breathe training yes we went into Finland to to the premiere of uh, Joan Andrade movie, uh, Big versus Small. It's an amazing video, amazing movie. Right. Uh, they they made with Joanna, and we were there to to the premiere of the movie. Uh, but because uh, one of the ladies, um, she, she's the record holder for underwater breathing, something like this. I'm not sure. We take we we talk with her. Because we went into Finland to to see if it if it was possible to do a course, um, and she told us, ah yes yes, uh, uh, let's do it. Unfortunately, um, the conditions were not the, the best because you need to. Um, she, she do like a, a big pool in the in the ice. Imagine yes. a, a a lake yeah. with ice. They, they cut out the, cut out a section. They, they yeah. cut. They cut the like yeah. a small pool. They do a small yeah. pool, uh, and like twenty, thirty depends of of your of your level. She do another hole, far away, twenty, thirty, fifty meters. She pass a rope between two holes, and you need to go in your apnea underwater behind the hole yeah. until the other hole. Yeah. Uh, you have the you have the, the rope to guide you, and she told me because. Uh, um, was not so cold. Was not so cold. The, the ice was not so so thick. Was thin. So it was dangerous because when you push the rope, the rope the rope can melt the the, the the ice. Yeah. And suddenly can lose the rope and you you get lost under the water with ice on your top. You can't breathe. So. Yeah, yeah. That that uh, sounds scary to me, man. <laughs> <It's> yeah. Under. <laughs> You know, under yeah. ice ice blocks of water going from one hole to another. I've seen I've seen Wim Hof doing it. You know Wim Hof. I've seen Wim Hof yeah. uh, doing that. I've been recently. I've been getting into breathing, so I've been combining um, the Headspace app and um, Wim Hof breathing. And Wim Hof is yeah. it's cold cold exposure and um, special breathing technique and the mental meditation side all combined. To, to try and produce the state of mind that you're talking about for peak yeah. performance in, in big waves or whatever you're going to do. But I, I have another question. So um, somebody like that woman, not necessarily her, but somebody like that woman who can hold her breath for, let's say, eight minutes, right, in a, um, in a static pool or on her sofa, if you put her under a fifty-foot wave in a washing machine, how long do you think she could hold her breath? Does it does it cr cross over? Uh, depend on her mind. Right. Depend on her mind. Uh, as, as we talked before, when, when you are in the bad situation uh, that you are used to, 
you will be way more relaxed. And your apnea, your your everything. Uh, in this case, that you need apnea, you need to be relaxed. You need your heart to be, don't beat like 200 times. Yes. To be relaxed. Uh, of course, if you, as we talked before, if you train for that, you'll be able to be more relaxed uh, at that position. Of course, if we grab the lady today and put her on on, on there, uh, she's the under Guinness, a 50 foot wave. Under yeah. a 50 foot wave, she's the Guinness record and probably <laughs> uh, i will say in, in in the terms of example not not because being me or her but but probably uh, i i could hang on more than her because uh it, it, because you're used to her, it yeah. for her it was the first time the, the, i'm telling this to you uh, uh, um, i'm a humble guy i'm telling this to you just in terms of example um because probably he, he she could she could uh, hang on and and hold the, the bridge uh, because also to be a, a record holder you, you need to to have your mind in, in the place you know she, and she she's the record holder for for cold waters so she's get used to put her mind yeah down, you know, and you said you said to me to be before like the 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 the, the, the hold down the apnea is 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 up here, isn't it? It's 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 what I was saying. Uh, it's in the head. What I was to say, yeah. Uh, but to be honest, there's a lots of people that that probably have a big apnea, and and they they if if they are face to face to fifty foot waves, they will scared, and probably they they couldn't hang on thirty seconds. Mm. Uh, with, uh, eight minutes, all this. Let me let me move it on to when you had to use these skills because I, I I was doing some research and I read about when you nearly drowned in two thousand and seventeen when you were when you were riding with a uh, is it Fabiano Tiso? Yeah. Uh, what was that story? You 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 said you nearly that, drowned. What happened? That that that, that was a, a little bit different because there's something there's there's different things that can happen to you, to you falling down, you knock out inside the wave. It can be like a, a, a knock, you know, yeah. if something knock, uh, kick you out. or knock you, yeah. not knocked out. Uh, if you don't have any more breeze, if you have fear because you are nearby the rock. So uh, there's some things that, that you can drown, not only because you're, you don't have uh, apnea, to hang on the 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 wave, and, and in this case, it was that it was it was not my apnea. Um, I've, I've, it was a, a similar a similar thing to the to Andrew Cotton, almost the same thing. But in the end, when I always the same thing, I grab him, flat the wave catches. We were inside the wave. I I get out from the wave. I look at back. He was there in the sled. I was so happy. And suddenly, the jet ski turned to the left. Suddenly, I don't know how I, what happened. I didn't turn the steering. I think it because uh, the whole, the whole of the jet ski, it's too much directional. And sometimes, you, if you catch a cross bump, the jet yes. ski can it just jump off the hull. Yeah, yeah. I think it was what happened because I didn't turn the steering. And suddenly we flipped the jet ski. When I flipped the jet ski the first time, I took the jet ski four times. 
uh, knocked me four times uh, inside the wave. Right. The first time it was the first time he 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 knocked me. First time it was in my head, arm and leg. First time he knocked me in three like this, three uh, um, by my side in yeah. head, arm and leg. Yeah. The second the second straight into my chest, and when he he hit me in my chest, I felt myself. Uh, uh, knocking down, going, going down, Pass, and, passing out. Yeah, almost passing, pass, passing out. And and at that time, I pull my vest because normally I don't pull the vest. Uh, or if I'm a little bit uh, worried what can happen, or just to train. Sometimes I pull to train. But yeah. it was the first time I really wanted to pull because I needed. I felt that if because if if I knock down uh, without air. Can yeah. I roll? I, I can roll with the wave and spend more time under the water. Uh, I pulled the vest. I come up. When I pulled the vest, I, I, I took two more times the jet ski in my leg, in my foot. Uh, when I come up, I saw everything white, probably because the the, the knock in my head. Oh, my head. Yeah. 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 Because of that, I don't know. But when I come up, I saw. All white. Everything was white. Wow, 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 wow. What happened? What is this? What happened? And because the last wave were catching the white water, the wave was coming white also. <laughs> so right. I, I, could, I couldn't see the wave. I couldn't see the wave. Uh, in this situation, I forget to take out, to disinflate the, the... Oh, to deflate. To deflate, sorry. sorry yeah, yeah. To deflate the the vest, I forgot completely. And when I tried to dive, I came like straight up again because I was full of air. When I start to dive, I came up. I roll with the. I'm telling about like a wave with six seven meters around yeah, that. Quite more than hitting you. And yeah. I, I I roll with the, I roll with the leap and went into the water again. Was was hard. But yeah, it was one of the, 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 the worst situations I have there. And, and you to understand, you cannot knock out, not only because you can't hold your breath, but because a bunch of things that yeah. can happen. I have a question, because um, my mates and I were watching, I don't know, maybe with the Nazare toe, and we, he asked me a question. Why don't a lot of the big wave surfers wear helmets? They, they, they rarely wear helmets. Is there a reason? Do they get ripped off because of the forces of the wave? I think the main reason... Because uh, they're all so good looking. They, they want to... <laughs> <laughs> but for the camera, they want to, like, you know... <laughs> uh, my answer is more or less in a kind of joke, of course. I think it's a kind of a style. <laughs> yeah. <I'm... laughs> you, don't, you don't feel with style when you <laughs> when you with the helmet. I got you. No. Um, to be honest, I, 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 to be honest and more serious now, uh, I think my, I, I'm, I have the opinion that everyone should should use it. Uh, I don't use it. I'm against my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I don't use because um, normally I used already, and when I use the the, the, the helmet, I. It's all a question of training and spend hours with the helmet, like everything we do in our lives. 
but the, the, the time I, I went, I, I, I entered in, in the water with, with the helmet, I was a little bit confused. You, you can't hear the, 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 your surfer or you hear less the surfer, the waves, you hear less things that you are used to hear. The waves, the engine of the jet ski, the, the, the surfer, and I'm talking as a driver, as right. a driver. Um, I think all, at least all the drivers should use because suddenly, as I took, I took my jet ski, I took the jet ski in my head already. So yes, mm. I'm against <laughs> what I'm telling. What yeah, I'm yeah. I... About, but yeah. Uh, I, I don't feel so so focused, so so in my natural and uh, environment, you know. So you lo you lose some of your 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 senses and your awareness. I think so. I yeah. think so. But but this is not an excuse because if you don't feel comfortable, train for that. Right. If you want thing, if you want thing that that it's nice to you or it's it's better to yourself or something like that. It's really nice to you. Just train and use it. Uh, so I'm telling this about. Uh, you can't hear you do at least me i don't stay so focused but this is not an excuse because you can train and start to use uh, well, more often to you know it was the same situation in uh, pro cycling if you remember nobody ever wore a helmet in pro cycling and it exactly. took it took a couple of deaths from head injury before um, the governing body said every rider must wear a helmet. And now yes, you, you would never dream of riding a race on a bike without a helmet. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, it's and, just. And now it's the it's the opposite. If you see, uh, 20 years ago, if someone was laughing about, hey, look at that guy with the helmet, <laughs> so ugly. Nowadays it's the opposite. It's the opposite. It's yeah. So it's so ugly to see someone uh, without a helmet. It, it's so uncomfortable to, to, to see someone doing uh, a sport like cycling without a helmet that that make all the sense and, and even yeah. you have snow you have snowboard skateboarding you have yeah, yeah. it just makes sense yeah, I, doesn't it you know so I, I think I think uh, uh, surf it's uh, a sport um, sometimes it's forward in time but sometimes it's <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, you, I, I haven't done it, but you've been under 50 foot, 30 foot waves. And even, I'm thinking, uh, even the force of the wave itself would cause head trauma. If, if, the, if the force of the wave hit you at the wrong place at the wrong time, even the, the, the weight and the force of the wave could damage your head, yeah? Because it's the water's so heavy. If, if, if you mean the lip, the lip, yeah. the lip can kill you. Kill, well, the lip, yeah, yeah. But, kill, kill. Not, yeah. not injury. If the lip hits you, probably... Uh, it would kill you. Uh, uh, or you don't stay in the... Do you to understand what can happen with the lip? Andrew Cotton have, had a, an accident. Uh, well documented, yeah. I, catapult. Hit the, the lip didn't hit him. The lip... Uh, fall down like one or two meters behind him. Behind him and shot him out, yeah? And shot him up. Yeah. Imagine if the lip hits him. I think, if I'm not wrong, one square meter is one ton. 
Right, one square so meter, one ton. That's pretty, yeah. pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, imagine a, a leap with ten meters. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to imagine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Sergio, let let's talk. Uh, let's go away from the the heavy stuff and talk something a bit more light. Like, do do you like drinking Guinness? Uh, drinking Guinness. Guinness, you know Beer? Guinness. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you why because you, I know that you towed uh, uh, Kosha, Rodrigo Kosha, yeah. into the yeah. biggest, the biggest wave ever written, written in the Guinness Book of Records, eighty feet. Um, absolute madness, yeah. And in part two, Sergio talks about towing his friend Kosher into the biggest wave ever ridden, the adrenaline, the excitement and the comedy that went with that ride. And he talks about the rescue of his good friend Alex Bordello and how they got him to the beach and he'd gone without oxygen for six minutes plus, was effectively dead, but they managed to revive him and luckily he's working his way back to full health. That, in addition to many other um, great stories about big wave surfing and jet ski rescue. See you in part two.
Sometimes the words are too 